Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Can We Help You, your non-professional advice podcast. I'm Sash. I'm Jax. I'm Franco. And together, we are the brothers and sister you might have wished you had but never got. Uh, We take on life's questions, big, small and in between, and we ask, can we help you with that? Nice. That felt... That was good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. What, Franco? I'm sick of you chicaning the intro. (laughs) I wasn't convinced that it. you really want to be here right now. That's all. It just, it just felt I was like, just oh, I'm just oh, doing it. Just, sake. yeah, just getting through win. it. For the sake of getting through it. <laughs> Frank is a serial fucking shit canner. He shit cans this intro. It, I remember one time he's like, oh, you sound way too play school. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I do it it's just in my normal voice. It sets the vibe. It sets the vibe Hi. for the whole podcast. And if you mess that up, you mess up the podcast. I wouldn't be listening right now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, too bad you're contracted to listen. Contract. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we don't have No, contracts. you've got me. I wish we did. Didn't I? I'm pretty sure when we first started, we yep. did have a discussion about writing some form of written agreement. I'm pretty sure I wrote it, but I don't think either yeah. of you signed I mean, that all went out the window I think because, I wrote it. you know. I think we, we wrote it with the assumption that this would be a, an amazingly successful podcast <laughs> where we all... You know, have have houses and massive bank accounts out of it. I feel like we expected it to make a million dollars in the first year, and then we didn't make a million dollars no, in the first year. No, I never expected it to be that successful. Hey, we we're successful. We're a pretty successful podcast. We are more successful than like ninety six percent of podcasts. So I think it's pretty good. Not everyone uh, is is a succession. Sometimes people are just a uh, um. A, uh, um, a, uh, don't help him, Franco. Cake boss? Leave him. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes people are just a cake boss. Not everyone can be a succession. What's a cake boss? You know, and cake boss is still really successful. Oh, 
I understand. I understand. You know what I, I'm talking I had, about I TV said, shows. I thought you said succession instead of successful. No. Uh, and you, you, okay, I'm with you. We did a really big call out for questions, and I realized people actually do listen to us. So that was, I guess, heartening. Um, speaking of. If you're listening to this, I'd love to hear from you. Tell me you're there. Tell me what you think. And ask me a question. Ask us a question. We'd love to help you with it. At Can We Help You Podcast on socials. We love your questions. At Can We Help You Podcast on socials or canwehelpyoupodcast.com. Uh, send us a question there. It can be anything, anything. anything We've had every type of question. You could ask um, how to make a number one podcast because we're obviously professionals at doing that. Obviously. I wonder where we rank. We're consistently in the top charts of certain countries. We're often in the top 200 in New Zealand. Yeah, but for a specific category, not for all podcasts. No, no, for all podcasts. I had a hater hit me up on um, show last week. No, hater of my other show, um, oh, but he doesn't know we had a the, show. the popular one. Popular in some areas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Popular's relative. <laughs> we're growing, okay. We're working on it. Our, our <laughs> social media is great. Check out our TikTok mm. at this underscore hey, Arvo. Um, could you get your social media person to work for us? Because they seem yeah, to be doing an a good job in our social media person. Well, Who's Franco, you're fired. Oh. You don't think you can just hang out on here. You're gone, mate. Nah, you actually have <laughs> cemented yourself. I think I was reading a couple of uh, um, messages from Ronnie's who were saying that they really like having you as a third and they th- he think a couple, one person said that you balance this out. Oh, good. So, Maybe that was my plan all along. <laughs> Promise videos, never deliver, and then... Yeah, and then become a third host. And I think you've wormed your way into that position now where you're like, hey, guys, we need someone for socials. Like, you can make <laughs> calls like that. If you want to go out and find someone for socials, go for it. Like, that, I would, I would not mind. You can stay, but, you know, you have Thank to bring you. someone else in. <laughs> okay. No, I appreciate that. Anyway. I, I, I'll, get, I'll get right on that. I had someone um, comment on one of my videos saying, oh, look, it's another shouty person. I bet you have a podcast. <laughs> and then in the comment underneath they wrote, oh, I just looked. You don't you don't disappoint, sweetheart. Of course you've got a fucking podcast. Sit down and shut up. You've got like, two bloody podcasts. I know. I know. Um, I've got three actually. I do work on another podcast. Um, so <laughs> I think everyone's just sick of me at this point. Who can say that? Who can say I have three podcasts? Well, you, many. obviously. I have three podcasts. Oh, all right, you, Frank. You, you're not on the three podcasts. You no, were, I, no. I, I am around three podcasts. I'm talking, talking. I'm saying who sits down and talks on three different podcasts? How do you have the time? Well, two of them are in my work day. Um, I fucked up. I fucked up today. What happened? Um... I think it's okay, but it oh. wasn't for a while. This sounds um, bad. This is very oh. cryptic. No, no, no. No, it's just that thing where you just want to die. Like you. Just, are you doing like, that thing where I people can't. on Facebook are like, it's okay, I'm fine, and that's all they post, and everyone's like, oh, honey, oh, blah, 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 but like no, you give no context at all? No, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm building okay. suspense, mate. And look, it's working. You're so frazzled. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, you know, work in a team and mm-hmm. we were having a team lunch today. Yep. Um, and I noticed something about the way someone I work with eats. Mm-hmm. And when they left work today, I texted a colleague about 
said person and how they eat. Oh, God. What did the text say? Oh, to be fair, and this is where I think I'm saved, is that it didn't mm. actually say anything bad. I said, oh, have you yeah. noticed how X eats when we're all together? Hit send. Looked up at who I'd sent it to. I had sent it to X. Oh, uh, God. My eyes, okay, it's a really weird feeling to describe. I think it was the blood oh rushing my to my God. head. My eyes actually went like speckled. I like went, Ugh. and I went, can you? And it was a text message. It was a text. They need undo oh. on texts. They do have undo on text. Thank God this person had iMessage because I quickly unsent oh it. Oh. oh, but the notifications there. No, no, no. So then I tested it with someone else. I said, can I test something with you? <laughs> and I texted them hi and unsent it. And what happened mm-hmm. was I saw he was sitting next to me, it showed on his phone, it flashed up on his phone and mm-hmm. then it, it like sucked away. I oh saw it flash God. up and then it sucked away. It went away. So it does take away the notification. Uh-huh. Um, I like I, d- I died. I've never done that before. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, no, I accidentally sent something to so-and-so. I'm usually really careful. I like read, I reread who I'm sending the message to before I hit send if I'm like bitching about someone or whatever. (sighs) And, um, yep, it was honestly the worst probably 45 minutes of my life. The only thing that I think I might be okay, because my thing is if I'm walking around with my phone in my hand, right, Mm -hmm. and it buzzes, I look at it, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, oh. What did that say? And it comes up and they would have seen it even if I'd uns- – and then it would have disappeared. Yeah. They would okay, have seen so it w- and then it disappeared. Was the person wearing an Apple Watch? Because here's the thing. My Apple Watch sends notifications and it doesn't always – it's not always on it with the disappearing and the reappearing and sometimes it will notify me and it will just sit there on the screen until I look at no, it. No, they don't have an Apple Watch. They don't have oh, an Apple Watch. The thing is you sent it to someone and you're right, like my watch and my, my computer and everything, they do weird things like that. You sent it to someone, there's a good chance that maybe they saw it. Hopefully they did Well, then they they liked and commented on something with me in it not long after. Maybe that's so a power think- move. Maybe they're trying oh, to Oh, that's with you. a power move. Power move. Oh, my God. It's not their style. I think you should have just left it and then you're just going to say, oh, yeah, I, I love the way you eat. <laughs> It's beautiful. So bad. Like my soul left my body. What was so bad about the way this person eats that you felt compelled to text somebody else while they're stealing across from you? It was like they just eat weird. They just eat really slowly. (laughs) What do you mean? It was literally Like Franco? Yeah, I would text about Franco. I would text if we were out to dinner and Franco was eating like a weirdo, I'd text you, Jackson. Yeah, but also if you accidentally texted me, I'd completely understand because that's something you would do. (laughs) Also, I feel like if we were out to dinner, I would just say, have you noticed how Franco doesn't fucking eat? He just eats so slowly. Like why do you need to hide it with a little text? No, this person... We're not friends. We're colleagues. Oh, we are definitely oh, colleagues. Okay. We get along, oh. but we're colleagues. We're not friends. We're 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 oh, work. Shit. We're not even work friends. Oh god! Uh, so you so might yeah, get a little was... call from HR on Monday. Look well, that's what I was worried about. I was like, what? What if? What if this person goes to HR? I'm really hoping they haven't seen it though. And I'm just going to live in the fact that they haven't seen it, and that's going to be that. Well, I live in America, and I work in America, and I work with a lot of Americans. No way. 
And I often think things that I can't say because I'm just not sure. You know, in Australia, you can say certain things, you can crack certain jokes, and I'm not saying, oh, I can't bloody say anything these days like a 57-year-old man who wants to be racist. I'm just saying there are certain, you know, jokes you can make in Australia that they don't really know how to take here, so I tend to just not say anything because I'm like, well, that could end up You can't say the C word there, right? They really hate the C word. I'm still confused about that because I've had young people say that to me and, um, oh, okay. I mean, uh, you know, so I, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the, what the, I, I don't know. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's it. I wouldn't. Unless it's in a conversation with someone who's just said it, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I, that, yeah, that's the thing. And I, there's lots of times where I'll go to say something and I'm like, don't say that you will get fired. So, you know. <laughs> we also, when we all worked together, we were highly inappropriate with each other, oh, we would say. I, like oh, if, yeah. if we weren't friends, Awful like cl- close friends like we were, we would have all been fired for sure. I mean, yeah, some oh, yeah. of the things we said and did to each other. <laughs> so, times. Uh, there are even offices where like a Nerf gun would be yeah. A fireable offence, and that yeah. was that was the tamest of what we did. I know. So <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. I'm now in in a different country where that sort of thing doesn't really fly so much, and so there are times where I I have to just think something and not say it. Maybe that means I'm maturing. You know, thinking things yeah. but not saying them. Yeah, good for you. Well, anyway, that's my horrible story. Let's get into a question, eh? Maybe okay. maybe Ronnie, we've got a Ronnie with a question about. Absolutely fucking up something. Shut up. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Ronnie wrote to us and said, Hi. I got a graduate role in Sydney. Woo. Oh, nice. Woo. I, I currently live in another Australian city. I will have to move to Sydney for this for this starting February next year. I was wondering if you had any advice on moving to a new city for work in general and then specifically for Sydney. I also potentially have a share house with friends I could move in with. However, this is not a guarantee. What is the best way to finding a good share house? I also don't know that many people, so what's the best way of making friends? Thanks, Ronnie. Okay, so long story short, Ronnie's moving to Sydney. They want to know some tips about moving to a new city, how to make friends, how to find a good share house, and they said tips for Sydney specifically as well. 
God, if only I knew I would have a lot more friends. <laughs> I wish I knew. I Oh, my God. Franco, I, you're fine, though. We've talked no, on the no, podcast sorry. before what, what about What I mean your... is I wish I knew at the time. So yeah, I've, moved, you right. I've moved to two new cities in my life. I mm-hmm. The first time I absolutely fucked it up, and then the second time <laughs> I think I did all right. Yep. Yeah. So I've got, yeah, making friends is a big one. That's that's something that you kind of need to do. Um to be yeah. like a functioning human. And making friends yeah. is hard people around as an adult. You. It, is, it is really hard like, though. Unless you're studying or, you know, going to school, it's really hard. And you can't, obviously, like, you know, we all work together. Most of you are from a different city and we made friends at work because of that and we became quite close. But, but we also kind of did a job that relied on us being friends. It's, it was, well, exactly. it was a very different yeah. kind of job to, you know, a lot of, a lot of yeah. workplaces, you just you see those people for eight hours a day and you don't see them ever again. Yeah, most workplaces you don't become that friendly. Like you might become mm. pretty, you know, friendly, but you don't become like friend and friendly. And if you do, then sometimes it's, you know, with one or two people. You're not really, it's not a big group or anything. Yeah, it's not a friendship no. group. I think it's so hard. And this, like I moved to the Central Coast. I moved to LA and both times it was hard because it's like you spend all your day at work Again, you can't really like, it's like, oh, yeah, work people are like work people. They're not like friend friends. You're not going to call them up and say, you know, I mean, maybe you hang out on the weekend every now and then, but it's not like a close friendship circle. Um, and then, you know, at night you've got all the other things of being an adult. On the weekends you've got all the other bits that go along with being an adult and getting groceries and cooking and blah, blah, blah. I it's think hard you to have to. I th- it, it's definitely hard to make friends, particularly if you're moving somewhere new and you – I think we've talked about it before as well, the idea that a lot of adults already – and Sydney's really bad for this as well, Australia in general, but Sydney I know specifically. People already have their groups. They don't yeah. – they're not looking – I work with a girl who said her goal this year is to cut down on how many friends she has because she has oh, all these friends nice. from all these different groups. I know. She's she's one of those wow. people. She's out. She's out every weekend at a wedding, at a hen's night, at a baby shower, at a party. Like she is constantly out. She's like, oh, my God, I'm out so much. That gets exhausting. But, like, I would like to see her more. (laughs) But I don't want to ask her (laughs) because I know she already has too many friends. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to ask her. That's just silly. She doesn't want any more friends. Um, And I think, though, if it's something – and. I guess it depends on your age as well. Like if you're younger, it's much easier because, you know, you're going to be living in a share house and while your share house doesn't automatically mean you're going to be friends with them, they also bring different people into your life, you know, their friends, you know, you're meeting more people that way, they're locals, they know people who are here already, blah, blah, blah. But I think if you want to make friends, you have to prioritise it. It almost becomes like dating. Like you have to join a team, join a theatre club, join a... Find some I don't know what else can you join? Uh, like a local dog walking. If you have a dog, I don't know. You probably don't. Oh, have there's dog so running, many but, you know, things like, you can join. All right, list them. Go. Fra- see, Franco's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can join a, a pottery group. That's a pottery oh, group just opened across the road no. from my from my place, and people oh, do across that. the road. Go there every, That's good. Yeah, but well, I, yeah, I haven't go joined. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, every Wednesday night, there's a, there's a group of people in there, and they all seem to be friendly. I, I don't know about um, pottery. It seems a little. It's it is weird. Lots of people. Um, lots of people like pottery. You know? Yeah, yeah people, like pottery. people like pottery. There's there's people a lot of like, like running theater, clubs. Jacks. If you're into being active, then that's a really easy one because there's plenty of sport teams mm. and and 
you know, running clubs and gym groups and all of that kind of thing. Um, join a fitness group. Join join something for people at the same kind of level of fitness as you and and everyone can get better together. Especially if you're in Sydney, if you're in like a big city, there are, there are there are like meetup groups for all sorts of things. If you've got like hobbies, like with different video games, if you like going to nice restaurants with people, there's there's groups that you can join for that too. I think you do have to be a little strategic because you know you need to to, to have something that has a social element to it. Like if you're just going to say a class or like you know a fitness class or something, sometimes there's not really a big social element to it. Like you want something where there's mm. going to be a bit of chat, bit of, you know, oh, talk and blah, 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 and where people don't necessarily always go with a group of friends. Like a fitness class you might all go as like for a group of four friends or whatever and then you rock up four minutes before the class, you do the class and then you piss off. You've got to be a little bit strategic, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I want to say as well, I actually um, looked into this recently, not for myself but for work, and there was a group in Sydney where they do literal friend-making picnics. I love that. So, yep. and they, they they sell them out like people and it's it's not running, it's not pottery, it is make friends. And so you're, you know, and it's all, it's not just like, oh, plop a pile of people into this park and make them make friends. Someone's there to facilitate it and they like give you like suggestions and there's like games and stuff like that. Like, you know, and I know it might sound cringe, but I was like, I get that. Like that makes sense. You know, if you're coming to a new city or, you know, you find yourself like at this point in your life where you're like, fuck, like, I don't really have that many friends anymore, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, people, People genuinely want human connection and I think like if that's how people are finding it, then that's really great. Um, so I know those groups exist in Sydney, Ronnie. Can't tell you what it's called. I can't remember, but Google it. <laughs> they do like cooking classes. They do picnics. They do all sorts of stuff. There's also a community centre in Summer Hill, which is in Sydney's Inner West. Great place to live as well, by the way, the Inner West, if you are looking for where you want to put your roots down here in Sydney town, lots of fun places to go, lots of pubs, lots of bars, lots of eateries, lots of um, live music venues. It's a really good spot to live. But, yeah, like search it up, you'll find something and just go join a couple of the classes. Also, I don't know if you know this existed, but there's a thing called speed friending, like speed dating. You sit down with people and you talk to them, yeah, and you see if you can make friends with them, like just like you would with speed dating. I genuinely think making friends, like if you're – actively looking to make friends, it is almost exactly the same as dating. You have to like vet people, you have to meet them, you go, oh, this is awkward, I don't like this person. I feel like it's also hard because, you know, like it's sort of like dating, right? And, you know, all power to people who are dating when they're older, but it's like as with people who are looking for friends when they're older. Like if you're moving to a new city, it's a bit different, but – if you if you've lived in a particular city for a while and you're of a certain age and you're still looking for friends, it's like, why is this person still looking for friends? And they're often not the kind of people that you want to be friends with. That is a hundred percent true, and that is why it is important to go to a place where it's like completely established. We're here to make friends because the only people yeah. who won't judge you for being like, oh, this person has no friends are other people with no friends. <laughs> Who have um, friends or who are looking for more friends. Yeah. In terms of a share house, I mean, none of us I don't think have ever – I've lived in a share house but it was with people I already knew. Like we decided to move out together. I don't know how to fucking find a good share house. I guess meet oh, the people first. Make sure that you have first. like some yeah. sort of a rapport. I think – because, Jax, didn't you move into a Yeah, share I moved house into a share house very briefly when I moved to blind, the Central Coast first. Yeah, blind, didn't know who they were. 
and uh, <laughs> I moved out within a couple of weeks. Um, thank God I got out of there. But I would say make sure you meet people first. Um, yeah. And, I mean, if you can, uh, you know, if, if you're not meeting anyone first, I mean, don't don't commit to anything long-term, I would say, if you, can, if you can help it. I know it's hard at the moment. But I think but also be a good housemate. Like, obviously you want to at least, you don't have to, like, be best mates with your housemates, but, you know, at least have some kind of, like, oh, I could, you know, this seems okay. But then be a good housemate, you know, yeah. take out the fucking trash, put up a chalkboard and write who does the chores on which day, you know, help pay for the bills and stuff. Like, I don't know, some some places have like a, you know, a, a lead tenant, you know, a lead housemate or who, who manages mm. all that stuff. You know, just 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 be a, a decent person and, and that, will go, that will, I think, go a long way too. Be a good housemate and then expect other people to be good housemates and then I think you'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess I've already given you my tips for Sydney. I reckon the inner west. Bondi is also really good. Um, lots oh, of single, fun, I mean, young people graduate living though, in Bondi. How much do you think this person, this Ronnie, is making to live in Bondi? Do you know? Well, hang on. Do you know how many young single people live in Bondi in flat shares? Uh, rich people. Oh, yeah. See, but that's that's no. the thing as well. Is that it's really easy to have like a good, vibrant, amazing social life if you have millions of dollars, because then that's all. <laughs> you, not, that's all you need Bondi, to do. Don't get me wrong. Everywhere's expensive at the moment. Everywhere's expensive. Bondi has a lot of shitty. I know so many people who, when they moved out of home, moved to Bondi. That's where you move because it's the epicenter. Everything's going on in Bondi. You're not too far from the city. You're really close to the beach. But I would vote for the inner west. I think it's a much more interesting place to live. Marrickville, Summer Hill, Darlinghurst, which is probably coming more into the inner city. Um, Surrey Hills is great as well. You're going to find it easy to be able to, like, pop down to the pub for a feed on a Tuesday night. You never know who you're going to meet. Um, you're close to the city. Like, it's it's the best place, I reckon, to live is the inner west. But, yeah, all the best, Ronnie. I think you're going to have a great time. And, um, yeah, welcome to Sydney if you're here. I do think that it's a little bit easier. Honestly, I, I think I just need to channel my inner American. I feel like Australians, we don't like to talk to strangers and we're very awkward about it, which I think makes it hard to make friends. But here in America, everyone talks to everyone. They'll talk to strangers. They'll just chat to you. That is true. And it is weird. I had a woman at Target chat to me. I have people, I, uh, Olive or Jesus talk to me. They just love a chat. You know, and I think I think I just need to channel my inner American and just talk to people. I've heard the opposite. I've heard that people, when people come to Australia, they're surprised by how friendly we are because we talk to people. I'm like, oh, good morning, how are you? Da da da. Like I've I I've heard that from so many people. I think the thing might overseas. be though, we're friendly when someone comes up and talks to us. Like, well, like oh, most Australians are friendly. If someone come up and talk to me. As, as I've experienced here in America, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you talking to well, me, Well, I've got stranger? to say, Jax, I found Melburnians ruder than Sydney siders. I disagree. Like in general, I found them I don't know about ruder that. when you're like, when you're walking past someone in the supermarket and they bang your trolley. Like I always find when I lived here and grew up here, everyone's like, oh, sorry. And in Melbourne, it used to happen all the time. People, no one waves in the car. No one does the thank you <laughs> wave, the courtesy oh, wave in Melbourne. 
I found um I did I found and like I like I loved Melbourne but I found Melbournians ruder than Sydney I will just artists. point out that when we all lived in Melbourne you were in the suburbs and we were in the city or I was in the city and there is definitely a difference. I thought that Melbourne people were the friendliest. I lived 20 minutes from the city mate. No, you're in I was in the city all the time. The I birth. worked in the city. I was there all the Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Can We Help You podcast. Uh, We are back in a few days. Till then, send us a message with your questions or your comments or your concerns at Can We Help You podcast on socials or canwehelpyoupodcast.com and we'll be back soon. Okay, see ya. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.